Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. And uh, what you just heard was the trailer for the John Hughes film, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, that was released in 1987. So I'm going to be talking about that movie on today's episode. Uh, Looking forward to doing that. Uh, I'm continuing kind of my 80s comedies uh, run of movies that I've been watching. Uh, I've watched, uh, if you listen to last week's episode, Midnight Run and uh, Fletch before that. So uh, hopefully you'll enjoy this episode as well. Before we get into that, though, just a couple of housekeeping items. And uh, actually, I'm going to update a story that I told uh, last week. So this is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. Again, my name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. This is a movie podcast. I am a lover of film, and I discuss and review movies new and old. So that is the tagline for the podcast. So thank you for joining me. If this is your first time joining, uh, thanks for checking the show out. I hope you like it. If you're a return listener, uh, thanks for coming back and continuing to be a listener. I really appreciate that. So again, we're recording this episode live. So um, I'm going to put up the link. If you go to my social media accounts, my Twitter page is at Pod. The link for this live stream is at my pinned tweet. So right there, if you go to my page, it'll be right on top. It is also uh, on my Instagram, which is also bend your ear pod. So the link is there as well. Uh, I am now broadcasting on Facebook, my personal Facebook page, my podcast YouTube channel, which is let me bend your ear podcast. I'm also broadcasting now on Twitch, uh, which is also the same handle bend your ear pod. Uh, So you can find the link to the stream uh, that I'm on right now. Uh, the purpose of the live stream, like I said, I've added the video element to the podcast because I'm attempting to grow the show. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. And this gives me the ability if somebody wants to come on during this live broadcast and talk about planes, trains and automobiles or John Hughes or any movie topic. I'm happy to do that. Uh, so, like I said, I'll post the uh, the link here in the stream in a moment. If you're watching on YouTube now or on Facebook now, or you can find the link, like I said, on my pinned tweet on Twitter or on my Instagram account. So again, this is a movie uh, podcast. I uh, hope you enjoy movies. If you're a movie lover, this should be the podcast for you. Um, the show is available on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. So if you listen to the audio version of this, uh, it's available at most podcasting apps. And I would ask if you listen to the audio version, first of all, thank you for doing that. Secondly, if you do, uh, if I can ask two things, one, if you can rate and review the show, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, but whatever podcasting app you use, if you can rate and review, hopefully give the show five stars if you enjoy it. This is a real important and easy thing you can do. What that does is the more rates and reviews any podcast receives, that highlights them in searches. So if somebody's searching for a movie podcast, the more rate and reviews this show can get, the higher it'll appear in the profile. So hopefully if people are looking for new podcasts to listen to about movies, uh, they'll be able to find this one due to the ratings and reviews. So if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. The second thing I would ask you to do, if you see my post on social media, whether on Twitter or Facebook or on Instagram, uh, whether it's regarding episodes or one of these videos that I record for the episode or the live short videos I do during the week, uh, just to comment on certain things, or to promote the current episode or preview what the next episode is going to be. If you can share those on your social media, like them, share them, retweet them, um, wherever. That's another easy way you can uh, help the show out uh, to reach a broader audience. So obviously, in independent podcasting, uh, the biggest challenge is always trying to reach a bigger audience. And really, the the way we have to do that is through social media. That's the biggest key. Uh, so we can drive people to uh, our podcast, whether it's on the audio version or the video version. Uh, like I said, the video version of this podcast is available on YouTube. The YouTube channel is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. So if you could subscribe to that, that'd be great. 
the Facebook channel, or you just go to facebook.com and search for Let Me Bend Your Ear. That is the Facebook channel. These videos and episodes will be broadcast there as well. They'll be posted there after the episode is completed. Uh, so you can watch it there if you prefer to view the video version of this podcast. So if you could like the Facebook page and subscribe to the YouTube channel, again, this is a way to drive traffic to the website. Um, if you uh, don't listen on an audio podcasting feed, you can go directly to the podcast website. That's letmebendyourear.com. Every single episode that I've done is there. You can download them whenever you want, so you can always check that out as well. If you want to email the show, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. But again, like I said, um, if you're watching now live, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, like I said, you can feel free to type into wherever you're watching. I'll see you here on my dashboard. Uh, I'm looking for someone to come on if you want to talk planes, trains, and automobiles with me uh, after I give the review or even during it. Uh, feel free to pop on anytime. Uh, you just click on the link uh, and uh, request to come on. I'll see you here, and uh, I will bring you on. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, post the link. Just give me one second here so you can see it. All right, there we go. So the link is right there. So if you want to come on at any time, just let me know or just click on the link and uh, you, you can come on as a guest. So before I get into the review and discussion of planes, trains, and automobiles, if you listen to episode 73 last week, which was my review of Midnight Run, I told a story regarding The Empire Strikes Back. So the, it's a quick story, so I'll recap it. So basically, uh, there was postings on Twitter that The Empire Strikes Back, it was the anniversary of the release of the movie. And I told a story of a memory that I had of my grandmother taking my brother and I to see Empire Strikes Back on opening day. And uh, it was on a, you know, obviously on a Friday, we were out of school and my grandmother never took us to the movies that often. So she did it because we really wanted to see it that, that badly. So I conveyed that story last week. And then after the episode was completed, and then a couple of days later, I was thinking about the story that I told and digging into that particular memory. Uh, I actually misremembered the movie. It wasn't Empire Strikes Back. It was actually Return of the Jedi. It was the third Star Wars film. Because the more I started thinking about it, I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. She took me and my brother. The Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980. So I was 10. My brother would have been about seven, six or seven. And I'm thinking, I don't think she would have taken him that young to see a movie like that. And then the more I thought about it, and then I remembered it, and then I had another random memory of that particular incident. Well, not incident, that particular memory. It was... Return of the Jedi was actually on the marquee, not in The Empire Strikes Back. And then it made sense to me because when I remembered it correctly, it's like, yeah, I was super excited to see the final chapter. I mean, at the time, what we thought was going to be the final chapter of Star Wars uh, coming off uh, Empire Strikes Back. So I commented on Empire Strikes Back last week when I was telling that story was at the time when I was younger, I liked Empire Strikes Back, but I was kind of annoyed that it had an open ended uh, conclusion. So obviously, no spoiler alert, you know the big reveal about Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and Han Solo situation. And all, a lot of things were left open-ended, which would lead you to obviously think that there was going to be a sequel. And when I was a kid, for some reason that bothered me. So as I remember it, so the actual memory was right. The movie was wrong. So it was actually return of the Jedi that my grandmother took us to see. So not empire strikes back. So it's just funny when you remember things, you know, 40 years later, it's just, you know, that just goes to show you how memories can be kind of conflated or, you know, things different, you get the gist of it, right. But some details you get wrong. And then the more you think about it, the more you remember, hopefully more accurately. So just, that just made me laugh that I actually picked the wrong movie, but still a good story, but just wanted to correct that. 
All right, so let's get into the discussion of planes, trains, and automobiles. So this movie was released in 1987. It stars uh, Steve Martin and the late, great John Candy and, and a movie, uh, uh, really a Thanksgiving movie. You know, it was a holiday movie. So the plot of the movie is Steve Martin plays Neil Page, who is a who works in marketing as a movie opens. He's in New York and uh, is trying to get to a plane to get home for Thanksgiving, which is in three days. And then um, the kind of mishaps that happen. So before I get into the whole plot of the movie, just I just wanted to set it up. Couple of things about John Hughes. Uh, so John Hughes, if you are a fan of movies, but particularly a fan of '80s movies, John Hughes is a big time name. Now, I think if I would ask anybody about John Hughes and who would be what would the movies you would think of when it comes to John Hughes, I think most people would say Sixteen Candles, the Bre probably the Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Pretty in Pink, some kind of wonderful. So those are, I think, the movies that people kind of um, go to when uh, they discuss John Hughes. So John Hughes was known as the teen movie guy. So he was the go-to writer director for movies about teenagers, which is which was great because a lot of his movies, I think, the differentiator between his movies and a lot of teen movies or teen comedies were the characters in those movies were treated with. I don't know, respect or, or they were full bodied, three dimensional characters. And I think those movies resonated with teenagers in the 80s and I think still resonate with per people today. And I think that's why these movies hold up, because I think the, the writing, first of all, John Hughes is a writer. Uh, first and foremost, he came from the world of advertising and then went into screenwriting. Um, he wrote some screenplays, some fantastic screenplays, like for the vacation movies. I think he wrote Mr. Mom, if I remember, I think he wrote the screenplay for Mr. Mom. Um, and he was a prolific screenwriter and then became a director in his own right. But at the time in, in the mid 80s, so obviously he was the king of the teenage movie. So this movie, Planes, Trains and Automobiles, was kind of a seen as a departure. And I remember when the movie, seeing the trailer for the movie before it was going to come out, I remember looking at it, laughing at the trailer and then going, oh, it's a John Hughes film. And I was even thinking at the time, wow, that's kind of a different uh, tact for him. And I think at this time in his career... Um, he was moving towards, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, moving towards, uh, more adult themes. Cause actually in the same year, 1987, he directed another film called she's having a baby with Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth McGovern. So again, kind of a comedy with dramatic elements in it. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's another film that came out that same year. And it's funny because I think he was shooting, I think he had finished, that movie first because at the beginning of planes trains and automobiles there's a scene where neil page is trying to catch a cab after his meeting is over to get to the airport because he's running late and uh he's looking for a cab and then another uh gentleman is looking for a cab as well that gentleman happens to be kevin bacon in an unbuilt cameo uh and they race to get a cab one of the funny scenes right at the beginning of the film so he is the star of she's having a baby i think he threw him in this movie for this quick cameo as well which is a lot of fun to see kevin bacon in this movie so this movie was written and directed again by John Hughes. So I said he was he was kind of turning from the teen movie to to telling adult stories about adults as opposed to teenagers. So this was a departure uh, for John Hughes. So again, going back to the movie. So Neil Page is trying to get home. Uh, he he uh, in, in his travels before he gets when he gets to the airport, he meets Del Griffith, played by John Candy, who is a shower curtain 
ring salesman, which is which is just a funny job to begin with anyway. Because first of all, who has that job? But in this movie, he has that job. So they meet. He's uh, Dell is kind of overbearing, very friendly, kind of that annoying person that's very, very polite, but can get kind of annoying after a while. So they meet, they uh, get on the plane, and then the plane is gets in the air, but then it's diverted because there's terrible weather in Chicago where they're both trying to head home. So this is three days before Thanksgiving, and then the movie becomes a road picture. Obviously, the title will tell you all you need to know, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So the other funny coincidence, and I mentioned it last week in episode 73 in my review of Midnight Run, was that this movie is actually very similar to Midnight Run in two very specific ways. First, it's a road picture. It becomes a road comedy involving two people that don't get along. And and as the movie progresses, kind of form a friendship uh, leading to the end of the movie. So it's it's very funny how these two movies have a very similar trajectory in terms of the plot. And both do it in very different ways. So obviously in Midnight Run, they, uh, you know, De Niro's character is taking Charles Grodin in uh, on a for jumping bail. And in this movie, obviously they meet by happenstance um, Dell and Neil page meet by happenstance and in both in their efforts, trying to get back to Chicago, Neil specifically before Thanksgiving. So the movie sets up a string of situations. So basically it's the standard every way they try to get home somehow gets thwarted or things go wrong. And that's really, it's really a simple story. And but like I said about Midnight Run and when I say about a lot of these great comedies, the the story is almost secondary to the performances and the relationship. So the thing that John Hughes does really well in his writing is he really develops three-dimensional characters. And I want to talk about uh, – I'm going to start with, uh, with John Candy first, and then I'll get to Steve Martin's performance. But John Candy's performance in this movie is wonderful and – and the tragedy about John Candy is he, I think, died right at the precipice of something where he was going to be, I think, a very, very good dramatic actor. I don't know if a lot of people know this. If you're a fan of John Candy, he was in the film JFK, the 1991 Oliver Stone classic conspiracy JFK movie, which is a wonderful, dazzling, entertaining movie, whether you believe in the conspiracy on JFK or not. It's a it's a phenomenal movie and I probably would argue I think for me it's probably maybe Oliver Stone's best movie um but it's it's fantastic and John Candy has a small role in that movie dramatic role and he's very good in it very good he also did a movie called Cool Runnings which I'll actually review in another episode which is one of my favorite movies it's just a fun funny movie about the Jamaican bobsled team and John Candy plays their coach who was a former disgraced bobsledder and his performance in that movie as well, and what he's done in every movie, and specifically here in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, is he gives, he's first of all, he's hysterically funny, but he also gives his characters incredible warmth and incredible empathy. And there is a scene specifically in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So there's a scene where they're in a hotel room, you know, spending the night, and, you know, Neil is just, done he's so irritated by by Dell's antics that he just finally blows up and Steve Martin goes into this rant just basically 
you know, tearing Dell apart and, and, and you see him and, and two things happen in this scene that's in, in um, just shows what a great movie this is. Steve Martin's monologue ripping Dell Griffin is hilariously funny because basically it's him talking about Dell just droning on and on with the stories and how they don't have a point and, 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 and Steve Martin just delivers it and it's just funny, but it's also cruel and you know when you're emotional and you're upset at somebody, you say things that are that are cruel because you're angry. And as Steve Martin is delivering this hilarious monologue that's very biting and cutting as well, the camera cuts to 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 John Candy and Dale Griffith, and you see him listening, not saying a word, not interrupting Neil's diatribe at all, and you just see his face, the just just the look of hurt and pain on his face as he's being told this by Neil is just palpable and, and you feel horrible that this is happening. And that's the, the, the beauty of that scene. You, you agree with what Neil page is saying because you see that Dell has been annoying, but at the same time you completely empathize with, with, with Dell's hurt at what's being told to him. And the beauty of that, the end of that scene after Neil is done uh, ranting, John Candy doesn't get upset. Doesn't he just basically, in this even tone of voice just says, I am who I am. You see what you see is what you get. I like myself. My wife likes me. And uh, that's pretty much it. And then he just goes to bed. And then of course you get the reaction shot from Neil and he feels bad about what he said. And then kind of, you know, then goes to bed, but that's what kind of elevates this movie as well. There, there is a heartwarming center to it. And then there's an emotional, um, resonance to it that you wouldn't normally see in a comedy. Now that's to say there's some great slapstick moments in this movie. There's, there's just hilarious shit that happens to them through this movie. And, uh, it's phenomenal. And, uh, the one that's one of my favorites and it was great to watch it when I rewatched the movie for the show, he launches into, and you can probably find it on YouTube, but just watch the whole movie. He, uh, he goes to a rental car counter because his rental car is not where it belongs. And he goes to the counter to the attendant there played by the great actress, actually Edie McClurg, who's been in other John Hughes movies. She was the, if you've watched Ferris Bueller's day off, she was principal, the principal secretary. Uh, she's been in a million things and she's always funny. And Steve Martin launches into probably the funniest F bomb rant that I have ever seen. Now I should have counted it when I watched the movie again. I think he says, F the F word probably I think 15, 20 times in this diatribe about getting a car. And it is one of the funniest things that I have ever seen. And then after he's done, she gets a reaction or she, she says a one line response that's equally as funny. And there's just great funny moments like that throughout the movie. And then of course, again, as I watch midnight run or when I watch Beverly Hills cop or this movie, it's funny to see, some of the actors that are in the movie that became more famous. So there's a, there's a small scene with the actor, uh, Dylan Baker. That's hilarious. Um, you have, um, I think it's Nestor Serrano who was actually, uh, on Miami vice, but he's probably best known for being the lawyer in Jurassic park that gets eaten while he's sitting on the toilet. So I know if you know that scene, you know, that actor, he's been in a bunch of stuff, very good actor. Um, and, uh, he's passed away as well, but yeah, he was, he's got a small, seen as a uh, as a ho as a motel clerk in, in planes trains and automobiles 
Now, Steve Martin's performance. So Steve Martin in this movie, his role is, of course, he's Neil Page. He's a straight arrow marketing guy. He's he works all the time. So he has to he's always on the road. And like I said, he was trying to get back from New York to Chicago. So his role in this movie is basically the annoyed guy trying to get home and being annoyed by Dell. And Steve Martin is fantastic. Steve Martin's always great, uh, but he's really good in this movie. He gets a chance to be funny, um, kind of angry because of the situation. Uh, and his character has an arc as well through the movie. So again, it's it's super funny. You laugh out loud. Uh, another thing John Hughes does in his movies as well is he makes a great use of music. Uh, he's in, It's almost like, and I'm going to compare it to Martin Scorsese because I know he's known for that, but John Hughes uh, goes through different types of genres of music and they fit in this movie. Like this is the movie that I discovered the song Mess Around by Ray Charles. So uh, that's used in this movie. There's a lot of great, folk songs you know there's just all you know very good music in this movie as well it's just an aside that that i think adds to it as well and and, and john hughes has always been known for that as well being a big music guy i know in uh some interviews i've seen i know he played music throughout shooting all his movies that's a big part of of how of his process in filmmaking but again this movie is laugh out loud funny has some very earned heartfelt emotional moments and as the movie uh, goes into the third act and they're and they're trying to get back home uh, to Chicago and their relationship kind of changes and grows and then it leads to a very uh, satisfying ending. Like I said, it's not, you know, I think you know where the movie's going to go and that's okay, but it, it, the way it gets there is is very funny and very heartwarming. And again, attributed to that is to both lead actors, uh, Steve Martin and John Candy, but specifically uh, John Candy. I think a lot of people think this is his best role uh, I wouldn't argue that point. I mean, he's been so he's been great in so many movies, though. I'm probably going to review uh, Uncle Buck, which is another John Hughes film uh, with John Candy, which is one of my favorites. I love as well. And I haven't seen it in a long time. So I'm looking forward to watching that when it comes time to review that movie and discuss it. But again, in this movie is Del Griffith. He's laugh out loud funny. He's, um, like I said, heartwarming. And John Candy, from what I've read and seen uh, about him in in real life, was apparently a wonderful guy, a very nice man, a very talented and generous actor, uh, which is always great to hear that people that you like and work that you admire uh, are actually decent human beings in, in real life. And I know that makes it, you know, you know, his, his early death is very tragic. And like I said, I think he would have been on the cusp had he been able to complete more films to really still do the comedy, but I think he really would have um, looked to delve into more dramatic roles. I think he could have pulled it off very, very easily and very, very skillfully. I think other than Robin Williams, who was able to toggle back and forth between very funny and very dramatic, I think John Candy would have had a similar career uh, as Robin Williams uh, had he uh, lived longer to do those type of movies. Because like I said, you see shades of that ability in this movie, definitely in JFK. You see it in uh, in Cool Runnings. You see it in any, a lot of his 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 portrayals in, in comedy. So Again, it, it's a great tribute to John Candy. If you have not seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, uh, I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it in a long time like me, uh, definitely check it out. It still holds up. Uh, I was still laughing out loud at all the situations. I mean, this movie is one of these movies where you're laughing pretty much throughout the entire movie. And that's very rare for com even very good comedies. There, there wasn't points in this movie that didn't either make me smile. At the minimum, I was smiling. And at the at the maximum, I was laughing out loud. So it, it's great. It's a great movie, and it's it's a great funny movie, and it's a great mature movie for John Hughes. And and again, just showing 
what a classic filmmaker he was and and another one that kind of you know he died way too young so uh we get we don't get to see any more of his i know after before he died i think he he, he kind of retreated into more screenwriting really didn't direct anything i think the last film he directed was curly sue with uh with ed o'neill uh and um and he didn't then he just did screenwriting so of course he wrote home alone and then um really just kind of retreated into that and was basically writing um towards the end of his uh his life but planes trains and automobiles is a great movie um, and like I said, I highly recommend it. Uh, again, I'm going to put the link up. If you want to talk planes, trains, and automobiles with me, or you want to talk about John Hughes or any other of his movies, uh, the link is right here on the screen. You can see it. Or again, if you're watching somewhere else, you can see, uh, the link on my pinned tweet on Twitter and also on my Instagram, the uh, link is there. So again, if you want to come on comment or come on live with me, just click on there. Uh, I'll see you come on and then I'll be happy to invite you on to discuss uh, planes, trains and automobiles, John Hughes, 80s movies, whatever you'd like. So, again, my review of planes, trains and automobiles. Again, to me, this is a classic comedy, one that I've seen dozens and dozens and dozens of times and and rewatching it. It, it was just as great as before. So I'm going to be giving this particular movie five Van Gogh's out of five. So that's the best review I can give it. So five Van Gogh's for me means this is a classic film. This is a film I've seen dozens of times. I'll continue to watch. I'll continue to enjoy. I'll con to continue to laugh out loud and just be a fan of, of the late, great John Candy. And of course, uh, the always funny Steve Martin. So again, planes, trains, and automobiles written and directed by John Hughes released in 1987. I give five Van Gogh's out of five. So again, this is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. This is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. You can get the podcast, the audio version on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. You can also download episodes whenever you want from the website, which is letmebendyourear.com. You can email the show with any suggestions, movie thoughts, um, critiques of the show, anything you want to talk about. That email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. The Facebook page is uh, Let Me Bend Your Ear. Just search for that on Facebook and please like the page. The YouTube channel is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. So if you could subscribe to that, that'd be great as well. This episode here, this live will be posted uh, there. So you can watch it later if you're not looking now. And feel free to comment there as well. Uh, if you subscribe to the channel, you'll get notifications when I go live. Uh, so if you prefer to watch the podcast as opposed to listening to it, you can always go there. Again, uh, I'm making a concerted effort to uh, grow the show, get a bigger audience, get a bigger reach. So if you either watch the live episodes later or if you listen to the audio feed later, please rate and review wherever you consume this podcast. Uh, like I said, this is a great way you can help the show uh, achieve a higher ranking and a higher profile for people that are seeking out movie podcasts. And uh, also, if you can share any of my posts that you see on your social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, I would really appreciate that as well. Uh, podcasting is a is a is a large industry now and and everybody has a podcast. That's always the running joke. But again, uh, I do the show because I enjoy, first of all, talking movies. It's something I look forward to every weekend to discuss and to record these episodes and uh, I would do it if nobody was listening. It's 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 my passion in life, so I enjoy doing it. But again, I'm actively trying to grow the show, and I can use your help. So any help you can give me would be fantastic. And again, any suggestions, uh, anything, any feedback, 
Uh, you can always, um, the best two ways to get to me easily is to through Twitter. I'm there all the time. I'm posting all the time. Uh, just tag me and uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll respond or definitely follow me and I'll follow you back. And like I said, you can email the show at bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. So again, if you're looking at the stream right now, the link is right there. I put it back up. Uh, so if you want to come on again, like I said, this is going to be available every show that I record uh, every episode of the podcast. Uh, I haven't had anybody come on live yet, but again, like I said, I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to keep this uh, avenue open and I look forward to the first person that does it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun and I know it'll take one person and other people will join. But again, if you're just watching and enjoying it, that's fine too. Uh, but I definitely want to incorporate this aspect. I love talking movies, so I would love to have uh, other perspectives on and uh, I don't do interviews often. Uh, and here's the the main reason. One, I would love to do interviews every single episode. Uh, and I know for some people, they prefer a podcast uh, where there's multiple people in, you know, engaging and discussing. And I totally understand that preference. I get that. Uh, I do this one solo. And one of the main reasons I do it uh, by myself, two reasons. One, for flexibility. I have two small children and the ability for me to record on the fly is something that's it's important to me because if I don't have that ability to be flexible about when I do episodes, I try, you know, I'm doing them weekly, but you know, what day I record, uh, what time I record that can always be subject to change because of my schedule. So the flexibility to jump on at a moment's notice or whenever I know I'm ready gives me the ability to record every week and to be committed to that. Cause I know if I don't do that, this this podcast is about to hit its three-year anniversary, and I'm, I'm on episode 74. So I'm definitely not in as many episodes as I should have had at three-year mark, which is not a big deal per se. But obviously, if I'm not recording every single week, then it's going to not help the show get bigger if people don't at least know that I'm going to record once a week. So that's why I've been doing it for the last seven or eight weeks in a row, making sure I record every single week so I can have that content for people to consume if they enjoy the podcast. So that's one of the reasons why I fly solo. Uh, I'm able to talk extemporaneously about movies and kind of, like I said, that just gives me the flexibility. So the second, and so that leads to the second reason I don't do interviews very often. One, logistically, it's harder to schedule them. So obviously I've got to be cognizant and considerate of the interviewees uh, time and when they can do it. Uh, but that being said, uh, now that I have the ability to record live and get people in here, I'm going to try to do more interviews uh, and um, talk to people about movies. Or again, like I said, have you come on anybody that's watching now, or if, even if you watch this later and uh, after the live is over, just consider maybe on the next episode. Cause like I said, every, every episode I record uh, is going to be pretty much a live episode where I'm going to give people the opportunity to come on and comment or discuss uh, what I'm talking about with me or talk about movies in general. So this opportunity is not going anywhere. Um, whether regardless of people do it or not, I'm going to keep this option open because it's easy to do. Uh, and it, and, and it's no trouble for me. Uh, so I do want to do that because I do know, like I said, uh, I think a lot of people enjoy uh, podcasts with multiple uh, participants. So I understand that. I recognize that. And that's something that I'm going to try to incorporate more often uh, into the show. It won't be a weekly feature unless people start to come on live, which would be great. I, I'm OK with that. Uh, but it, it'll it's something that I'm going to actively try to incorporate more frequently. And hopefully that makes for a more interesting podcast for the listener and uh and and more interesting for people that are checking it out that would maybe stay and become regular listeners so again as far as my my download numbers they've increased uh in the last month so again i'm very grateful for that um this is a small one-man operation so i am very grateful when i say this every week and i mean it every week every single download that i get i take 
very seriously. And I'm very, very grateful for every single one. Uh, I, you're, you're choosing to do it and choosing to check out the show. So I appreciate that because there's 4 million podcasts out there. So if you've checked it out once and maybe it wasn't for you, I still appreciate the fact that you even checked it out more. So if you've checked it out and are continuing to listen, that's even better. I really appreciate that. And I'm going to continue to hopefully bring my passion for movies to this podcast because it's what I enjoy doing. It's something that I've looked forward to. And like I said, I'm very proud of the fact that I'm approaching the three year anniversary of the show. Uh, I, it, for me, it just makes me feel good. It, it, it shows my, my, um, love for doing it, but my intention to keep doing it and not to let it go by the wayside. I had a podcast previously a few years back before this one that I kind of let go because things got in the way and, and life gets in the way sometimes of things, but it, this is one of the things I enjoy doing. And, uh, I'm glad I've been able to sustain this for three years. And it's, I'm very happy about that. I'm very proud of that for myself. Uh, but again, in going to, you know, the next phase of the podcast, I really want to be active and trying to grow it and make it bigger and be on more formatting, more formats uh, for people to consume it, to give people more options, uh, because I think the more options they have to check the podcast out, uh, the more successful I'll be in getting a better, better reach. So obviously the audio component is always going to be the main component. That's what podcasting is at its heart. It's an audio form that you can listen to while you're exercising, driving in your car, doing chores, or like I do. Uh, podcasting for me, just even listening to podcasts has been a great thing to do, especially when you have to do chores that you don't want to do. And it's a nice distraction in your ear while you're doing the things that you have to do that, but you really don't want to do. So I understand the value of that. And then doing this podcast has been great and interacting with other independent, independent podcasters. The other thing that's been great about this, uh, this journey for me, and I'm sure if you listen to other independent podcasters, they'll tell you the same thing. The community of independent podcasters on Twitter is, is absolutely phenomenal. They're very supportive of each other. They hype each other up. They try to promote each other's shows. So uh, I'm very grateful for that. And uh, it's been a very welcoming community. And and if I see smaller podcasts that are just starting out, I try to reach out or like their posts or retweet, just like I, I want people to do for me. So it's a very, very good community. So again, it's been it's it's a wonderful journey for me, and and as I've said in the last few episodes, at the end, if uh, if you if you have something that you love to do, you know, do it. If you're doing it, do it more. If you haven't done it because for whatever reason, uh, definitely do it. It's definitely good for your well being, your mental health. It doesn't fix everything, but it's something. If you have something that you look forward to, uh, I think that's uh, super important. Because like I said, I think there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that don't have things to look forward to. So if you have something that you really love to do, just do it. Find the time to do it. Uh, it's always time well spent, and it just makes you happy and hopefully keeps you you know, balanced uh, for the challenges that life can bring you. So again, thank you for listening to this episode. If you're watching live now, thanks for watching. Um, I'll be on for a couple more minutes here. Like I said, the link is right here below. If you ever want to come on, this link will always be the same link. So whenever I'm live, Please feel free to comment or to join me. Like I said, I know at some point somebody's going to join me, whether it's by me reaching out and having somebody pre-planned or somebody spontaneously coming on, which actually I will look forward to. So if you're out there watching um, and you want to come on live, please do so. Uh, I'd love to talk movies or talk anything. Like I said, it doesn't have to be about planes, trains, and automobiles. So if you came on today, it wouldn't be about, you know, it could be about that, but I'll talk about movies uh, directors, cinematographers, anything you want to talk about, uh, involving movies. Um, so, uh, again, 
Thank you for listening. This is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. And uh, I appreciate everyone that's watching, everyone that's been listening. And again, please reach out to me on social media if you have any thoughts, suggestions, or you just want to shoot the breeze on movies. So again, I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. And I will see you here next week again to record live. Don't know what movie I'm going to do next week. Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm going to continue on my 80s vein of movies. I may do that. I don't know. Uh, I have to see what I'm going to be looking at this week. So once I pick a movie, I'll probably jump on uh, for one of my daily live quick videos to let you know, to preview uh, what I will be doing. Oh, I forgot to add. I did put a poll up for the John Hughes movie. I'm going to try to probably start doing polls as well. Once I pick the subject of the next show and I'll put up a poll on Twitter uh, in relation to whether it's the director of the movie. So the poll was, um, what's your favorite John Hughes movie? And it was a tie actually from the four choices that I put up there. I think I put up 16 Candles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Uncle Buck. And I forgot what the fourth movie was. I think it was Pretty in Pink. But it was a tie. I had a 36% tie uh, was was Uncle Buck, which actually surprised me a little bit, which I was kind of happy because I love that movie, and 16 Candles. So it was a tie for the people's favorite uh, John Hughes film. So, yeah, that was a result of that poll. So I think I'm going to try to do that weekly. Once I pick the subject of the next episode, I'll, uh, I'll try to put up a poll uh, related to that subject. So look out for that poll. Again, my Twitter handle is at BendYourEarPod. So, again, that's probably the best way to interact with the show and with me. I'm on there daily, multiple times a day, posting about movies, reacting to other people's posts. So that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. So I do see there's uh, one person looking live. So I don't know uh, what what um, what format you're looking at it on, but I'm going to say hi to whoever it is out there. Uh, if you want to comment right now before I sign off, I'd love to say hi to you personally. Uh, or if you want to comment, uh, let me know. Uh, but to the one person out there, I see you. I see your your little eye there. So thank you for checking out the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let me know what you thought. And or moreover, like I said, come on. If you don't come on this episode, uh, if you're one that watches every week, just come on and let's talk some movies, uh, whatever you'd like to do. So I'd really appreciate that. But thank you uh, for watching the live. I really appreciate that. So again, let me bend your, your podcast. I'll be signing off again. I will be on next week with another discussion and review uh, of a movie, either new or old. So we'll We'll know in a couple of days as soon as I pick one. Everybody have a fantastic weekend and everybody take care out there.